Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu series. But through our own lens, which can be cilantro, can be mint, can be basil, can be cumin, honey, at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi. What's happening? Um, so we're discussing Life After Lockup, season five, episode seven, Moms Behaving Badly. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what's happening. And I oh. get it. Uh, boy, do I understand that one. <laughs> so let's just get into this. Whatever kind of episode. Uh, Karak and Brittany. Oh, okay. Um, Karak is I don't like that person. I know. Yeah, this is true. But uh, we can get into it. So let's just say that Brittany is in the mirror, honey, laying her baby hairs, honey. And she's used. So at first I was like, okay, yes, she's like using that. But then she has like a makeup brush. And I can't tell if she's using the makeup brush to friction wise her actual baby hairs or if she's also like adding a little shadow to her hairline. I couldn't quite tell what the makeup brush was doing, if not all of it or whatever. But I was like very interested. But basically, you know, we've known that Brittany's parents have not been the most supportive. Basically, as we know, as I was saying, Brittany's parents have not been the most supportive of her relationship with Key Rock. We know that because at one point we were supposed to like meet up with her dad and that that person just never came. And so she cried about it. The only thing we do know is that her abuela, you know, is chill or whatever. So, uh, or, or is fine. Like obviously Karak, Key Rock had like gotten um, abuela's blessing. Now she still hasn't seen abuela in a hot ass second, but like if she was to break up with Key Rock, like abuela's house would be the first one. She also drops the information that, you know, she hasn't seen her parents since she said six years, which is a whole last time. That's what I should, she said in this episode. Wow. Which was confusing to me, but that's true. Anyway, Maybe but she said they still like, yeah, but it's like they listen. She was like, listen, while they were there, while she was there, they still supported her. But what had happened was Key Rock said some things, notably about what she, what he thinks her mom thinks about him, which is basically that, you know, your mom doesn't like me because, like, as she said, that I'm from the hood and this makes Brittany like lose her shit, you know, like she's like, absolutely not. I never said that. That's not true. And she's like, the only reason why my mom doesn't like you is because you were not born a man. So this, you know, I, she's also like, and they hate me, you know, I, I and whether like he's, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. So that was like a point of contention, but she really seemed very, very upset. What do you think? I think it's because Brittany doesn't want the world to think that her parents are racist. And so whenever I, I he, know. he mentions that they might be racist, she gets upset. I know. But the truth is, is that they probably are. Are racist. Yeah. And she just doesn't want that to be their narrative. She would like for them to just be homophobic. Yeah. Transphobic. Transphobic, yeah. homophobic. You know... Because those are more readily accepted phobias as, uh, well, not readily accepted, but like it's harder. I mean, it's easier those, for them as Christians, I guess, those, or religious people to well, be that. I those, don't know. those are the fights happening, I guess, more in the in the present era, which thank God, like not gay. Like, I don't know what the, I don't actually, I'm not going to, what am I doing? I have no idea what she's trying to, you know, what her thinking is behind 
what her parents should hate and what is acceptable or not to hate. I can't imagine. So I don't know, but it's just like, it's very intense and like a heated conversation. She like rips off her microphone. Uh, Then, yeah, she like goes in the bathroom and then she allows Key Rock to be, to go in the bathroom with her. And that's when I was like, oh, she's, she wants to correct him or something. Or it's like, yeah, then it was something that he said and not that she was mad at him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought she was mad at him but it was because of what he said. Yeah. And that was evident when she let him go in the bathroom. Yes. Uh, it's, it, it, it's just very confusing uh, that she's still very protective of her, her parents uh, and their, their reputation. So he thinks that he's going to win over Abuela. And I don't think that he is. So yeah, I that's a great point because like if she, if she was really worried about their reputation or what they thought about anything, like no offense, would she be on this show? I yeah, and she would just n- make them a non-point. She would say, "My parents are not with it, so let's just leave them out of it." She wouldn't even have had the dad even attempt to meet her at for Father's Day at all. Yes, right. Yeah. So I just don't get it. Yeah. Okay. Cause I know, cause you don't like Key Rock, but like, this is an interesting point because I was like, well, who's really to blame here? But it's like, yeah, she uses her parents and whether they, she exploits her parents to a certain way. And by the way, she's not the only one like, you know, we couldn't stand last year, which they brought it up again in a flashback, how Sarah exploited her daughter, kind of like to let her daughter know that it was the father. And it was a really awkward scene when she laughs. Like remember how we hated like, you know, the, the mm-hmm. chocolate milk mm-hmm. or whatever, where that we were like, is this really happening? And why is this happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, on TV, um, you know, in the same way, you, you know, like talking about people or using people who aren't on the show and they're and they're not issues, but is, for for lack of a better word, issues is really interesting, even if it does pertain to you, you know, yeah. because those per, those people definitely don't feel like they are able to sign up or lease for because yes. a baby's a baby and people that are not even there are not even there. Yep. You know, baby's a baby and people who are not there. Guess what? Are not there, guys. <laughs> Honey, I, I went. To, I got a BA. Uh, yes. it's a good art. Yes. Uh, yes. Theater. Okay. Yes. That's um, the art. Yeah. So um, that, yeah, that part is anything else that you want to I mean, no. I mean, but let's talk about the explosive and exciting Taylor and Chance. Wahoo, waha. I mean, Chance, oh. he is an, a character. Mm-hmm. He's, he's wild. He's crazy. Yes. Yes. Wild he and crazy. Is, he's a wild, a wild and crazy, crazy kids. Kid. Yeah. Wild and crazy kids. I loved wild, it. Oh my god, Omar. And cra- I, it was just like it was so batshit and bat entertaining. Yes. Wild and crazy batshit kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, just the driving on this country Missouri road. What is in the water in Missouri? We've got Red Meth. acting a fool. Uh huh. Okay, thank you. Thank you for clarifying that for the people. He's out of his mind. Hi, honey. I'll tell you this right now. I okay. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Because mm-hmm. we don't want chance to sue us. Sue with all the monies. Because mm-hmm. we have. But none. it felt like it felt energetically. Not mm-hmm. only him, he felt energetically suspect, and so does Bobby. Wow. Bobby, this episode felt energetically suspect, but Chance is driving Honey manically uh, in this truck on them roads. He is 
talking to the camera talking to sorry wait wait no no no. go back go back first he's he's in he's at his job and he's cleaning well that's like the empire yeah when he's yeah yeah, you're right yeah he's he's first of all he's he wants peace in his life and he wants to build his empire okay and then we've got bobby and the friend who come over to taylor's house yes to kind of help her through this crisis Mm -hmm. and bobby's nail beds need some help bobby has either been painting or rooting through dirt because those nail beds have had some things happen or she just dyed her hair without any gloves. I th- uh, allegedly. 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 And so the, Bobby and the friend come over to kind of rally around Taylor to help her and give her strength to do the things she, that she needs to do. So, we have Taylor, her hair is a color we've never seen. And mm-hmm. she's telling them all the things that he mm-hmm. has done to her within the last, like checking her phone and mm-hmm. then checking his phone and that it turned mm-hmm. out to be a gay guy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that statement. I wrote it down. It felt weird. I don't know. It, maybe it was right. Maybe it was wrong, but it turned out to be a man. And so then we cut to him who is in an attic sweeping up construction dust. So he's not doing the construction he is cleaning up someone else's construction Mm -hmm. and he's like i don't know taylor let me tell you about me i criminal taylor didn't know she was that didn't know how crazy she was didn't know how far and deep her madness was until she created a fake account and tricked me into cheating on her I am capable of anything. I will punch a fool in the face and see them on the ground choking on their own blood and walk away. Taylor? Come back. Come back and piss on them. We'll walk away again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Taylor didn't know it was possible. Didn't know it was possible that she could create a fake account and trick me. And now I know she's capable of anything. And at that point, I knew that we were on a wild ride with Chance. He made that analogy. He made that comparison to him punching somebody in the face and walking away and robbing them to Taylor creating a fake account. And I said, oh, we are on a wild ass ride. And he did not disappoint, Chris. I thought, wow, what what is talking here? What did he take? What the what the fuck did he? What has he been taking? You know, yeah, he's just like I thought it was a girl. You know, like she he. I think that he, I I really think that he is just out of his mind. So then, from this scene, and then we get the scene that I wanted to set up, which is this crazy scene. Say it. I got the yes. recipe for the pudding in, for the proof in the pudding. Oh, that yeah, that's that's crazy. I got the motherfucking recipe for the proof in the pudding. <laughs> and if I want to pick, I'll ask for a motherfucking pick. But I didn't want to pick. By the way, of course he did. He said, prove it. I must get another shower. Prove it. How the fuck would you prove it? Want me to send you m- the water off of my body? It's going to be dry then. Like, how the fuck would you prove? Can I be honest? In a billion years, how the fuck did, what did he expect? Okay. 
how did you prove that you got out of the goddamn shower? He's the dumbest. I hate him. He's out of his mind high again. So, again, my favorite part of him, he says a bunch of crazy things. It's like a Shakespeare character. It's like Michael <laughs> Barnett. I mean, it's like meth talks, honey. And then, like, we just got to watch, honey. Yeah. I, mean, I don't have to tell you. It's like, it's almost like a version of AI where it's like crazy shit will just be spouted to you. And it's like, you shouldn't listen and you shouldn't watch. But it is also like fascinating of how this is oh. what got thrown together and what I'm hearing. Here we are. So he's in, the, he's in the truck, he's driving, he calls Taylor, right? Taylor's like, this motherfucker bitch, picks up. And he's like, hey, I have your laptop or, you know, and I'm going to come get my tools or whatever, God bless. And then throughout this conversation, he is like talking to her like through Bluetooth, but the camera obviously is on his dashboard. He knows where it is. So he's driving out of his mind and then just like, look, and he will just be like, look, Taylor, if you want to fucking fight, like I'm coming for you. You're just like, oh my God. Oh my God. You're crazy. Also, like, I don't ever want to see you. I, I The thought of him on the roads is like, the thought of like a demon leashed. Like, I almost feel like, could we get his license taken away? Like watching him do this, like every part of it, like remember. Okay. So then he's getting higher and higher, like on this nervous system, like his vagness nerve or whatever, the vagus nerve or whatever is, I mean, at a goddamn 11. So then he gets there and like, Bobby is not all there for her sis right now. You know, this other friend had to get there to bring some energy in because if it was just Bobby, not a word would be said. Bobby's about to fall asleep on the couch, honey. Bobby is nappy new new time. I'm like, nappy where's Bobby's new 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 time? Where's where's her news? Where's honey? Nine minutes later, she has where no words. Where's her fiance? I don't know. He's at work. I know. I He's I know. He just seems so sober. Wearing, oh, working a twelve hour shift. Lisa okay, wasn't working honestly. So. Taylor packs all of his bags in trash bags, throws it out on the lawn. All of his shit in trash bags. Yes, she yes, also the- says that yes. she's like, look at my house. Look at what he's done to my house. Like I have to hire someone to come in here and fix all the shit that he's done. And I'm like, you let him do it. I don't feel bad for Taylor at all. She is the maestro in this orchestra. She's a Bradley Cooper movie of this. She's <laughs> a, of a star is born. Yes, I mean, it's allowed this to happen. She's like chance. And she knew from the jump that this wasn't right. She knew from their first season that this was not right. And so I feel don't feel sorry for her at one bit when she's complaining. I'm just like. The whole time I'm watching it, like. And then she's like, he uh, he's done this to me. He's done that to me. And I'm like, you had that man's baby. So you are the fool in this scenario. He is just being chance and you are being a fool because you have three children that you brought this man into your home to disrupt. So they're all waiting for him. And we forget that he told her three hours ago that he was coming home to bring her the laptop. And it has been three hours and they're just sitting around waiting for him to come to the house to, to wreak havoc. And on the way there, he's like, you cheated on me. And he's just spouting off all these lies. At some point he says, I'm going to cut your laptop in half. And she's like, well, I'll cut your tools in half. And I was like, sick burn, bro. You guys are just killing it at talking shit to each other. So he's dipping and diving, swerving and werving. He gets to the house. He walks in in, and then everyone's like, okay, okay. And he's like, there's a dude in here. Meanwhile, there's two women. 
<laughs> two big booty bitches. In yeah, this- a goon. He said a goon, which I was like, a goon is such a great word. A go- they're a goon. I thought it was a goon. What's the difference between a goon and a goblin? Said little Wayne. Also, Ooh. first of all, also, secondly, um, oh, I can't wait. We just saw Bobo pin this man up against a brick wall. And he has the audacity to act like he has any balls. And we see him try to like belittle and push down women. Chance is a bitch ass. Bully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a bitch ass bully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're seeing him trying to bully these women when we saw Bobo just push that Bobo, 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 Bobo. We saw <laughs> Bobo, my Bobo, my Bobo. <laughs> we saw him just get hemmed up, hemmed up by a man in a black wife beater and red Nikes for a thousand dollars. Okay, what are you talking about, Chance? Absolutely. And then just follow the story again. Before this fight, he had worked from like he she was like he left at 6 a.m. and he came home at like 9:30. He worked all day, is what she says. At the end of this fight, when you know he comes in and the girls are like, you just fucking stormed in. And he's like, I didn't know that. And he's like, no, you came in with absolutely small dick energy. Get the fuck out. And he's like, well, my house. It's like actually her name's on the house. He's like, okay. And so then he does leave and then like whatever tries to like come back but at one point he says he is he has not he does not have enough money to stay one night at a cheap motel and i'm gonna tell you it's one of like that's i i'm gonna tell you that is hard for me that's sad because the cheap hotel is like 29 yeah, oh. I gave it. You're right. It could be 29. I was okay. You're right. 29. I, I mean, literally, I'm like, so you, this man, this, he cannot, out of all the talk, like, I know I could just print money. He talks such a fucking big game, but he is such a goddamn loser. And I just, you don't have enough money for a one motel night. Like, it's so obvious why he needs Taylor. Like, he just uses her. It is, and she just allowed it because she was like so sad and lonely and had all these kids or whatever and hated herself. And it's just like, and her sister was like on death's door every three months. And it's just like such a sad situation. And I mean, this truly like, I hope the best for Taylor. No, no, come back out. Come back out of that. Come back out. No, because the kids. Come out of that. Come back. Come out. Come out. We're making fun of it. We're having a good time. Come out. Come out of that. I mean, I hate chance, obviously. Is that not obvious? Like, you know, like, honey, absolutely fucking not. She's learning to love her. Earl. Don't you ever call him chance. Earl. It's Earl. It's Earl. It's Earl. Chance only because, you know, like, side note is I never said this out loud, but I'm going to say this right now. Like, I had a crush on a guy named Chance when I was in high school. Oh. Yeah. Was it cute? It was like a... mm, It was like an energy, I think, also. And like, um, like, he was like a theater person. Okay. No, he was gay. Remains to be seen. I mean, I'll tell you. I mean, he. I wouldn't know. Oh. Anyway, yeah. So, but Earl is like whatever. I mean, the fact that he's like, oh, does he will get back there soon? I'm like, yeah, because you cannot afford to not be with her. Like she, mm-hmm. 
you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, I'll be honest. Like, I think that he did fuck up the house. Like the, he, I was looking, it's such an, an even thing of that weird e- epoxy table mm-hmm. thing right mm-hmm. on the burners for the way mm-hmm. that they like, cook. And I was like, is that safe? Is that safe? That's a bunch of material weight. Is that okay to have just right by where you like cook? Like, you know, like, is anything going to melt? And like, you know, place on fire, like, and also it wasn't flush. You could see how mm-hmm. like it was like dipped up. I mean, if I were her, I'd be like, can you just sue him? No. What? For what? For his time? You know, I guess you're right. Because for, in his, mind, I'm like, for his okay, skill set? Yeah, because like for bad construction. Mm-mm. I wish you're going to get out of it. Him Permit. to come back to her house he, and, and fix he it. He can't do that without the permits. Wait a minute. Okay. First of all, then what? they get outside and he's like, so you're not going to let me see my son. You're not going to let me see the kids. And she's like, no, I'd never stop you from doing that. So what? I can't come over. She's like, no, just give me some space. What does space mean? She's like, don't be over here in the morning talking about, let me see my son. Well, you're welcome for Mason. You're fucking welcome. And she's like, uh, you're welcome for holding your, your ass and Mason. Yeah. You're Are welcome you, I mean, for this P. I wish you're welcome she, for yeah. this C. You're welcome for a place to stay. He's like, this last two years have been a waste of time. And she's like, you're for welcome. For- yeah. <laughs> like, what? This was such a shit show. Such a fun, exciting shit show to watch. He didn't even pick up his shit. He like was like, I don't need that. I don't need it. And he's like, my friend Tanya's got me a place to stay. And I'm like, Tanya's a fool too. Oh, yeah. Where's, where's that redheaded person with the cat? Mm, wow this was mm. such a fun shit show and then yeah, he like he, knocks on the door to come have a back place to, he does have a place to stay he what? does have a place to stay wahama don't you remember hmm? the limo oh, oh my god funny. Scroll oh up, every time you say in the that limo, limo i think of men with toes out up in it honey spend the night a no. little like ripped leather underneath your ear Oh, <laughs> I don't want it. Well, you're gonna get it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so okay, let's move let's on. Let's move on to Lure and Melissa. <laughs> yeah, I like to make. I like. Yeah. Anyway, I know. <laughs> Say it in French. Lure. <laughs> Lure. Lure. Yeah, that's not Lure. I don't know like that. I was like, I don't know. Um, um, Louis. It's yeah, but in in French, it's absolutely Louis. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, I think Louis is like one of the. Sons, I don't know. Um, so anyway, God bless. Let's just talk about this. So they go to like some town main street cute. They go to some place, honey, where you get fun drinks. Now I'll tell you, I could not love a fun drink more. Like good vibes. Fun, yeah, like they wanted juice. Shout out, uh, we're giving it to them. Fun vibes in New Jersey. Okay, yeah. Or good vibes, good vibes in New Jersey. All of Louis and Melissa's entire segments are shut out to different like mom and pop uh, places, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what this is, but you know, fine. But yeah, like he's like, can I get a job here? And the girl's like, no, no, I don't want to. I don't No, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, you're so creepy. No, you're recording life after lockup. No, not Harry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically, um, they're, you know, talking and Melissa has like such a great body and then, but she has some other insecurities in her mind. And so she wants to like, you know, get those done. And so she's like, Hey girl, Hey, remember that time I like fixed your whole fucking teeth with my money? Uh, 
I'm yeah. going to get a nose job. And he's like, so you're talking about getting something done and you you talk, got mad at me for not telling you things and now you're getting things that I'm not telling me done. And she's like, well, I need help getting, you know, help with like getting recovery. And he's like, well, did you think about the fact that I have to talk to my PO? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, guess what? That's what you have to do now. So buck up, Chuck. And she's like, well, well, can you get that? Guess what? I have to get also, I have to get a, a pregnancy test. And he's like, oh, and she's like, well, we've been having a lot of sex without using a condom. So what if I'm pregnant? And he's like, well, I wouldn't want you to be pregnant. I just got out of prison and I don't have any money. And she's like, well, all I hear is you don't want more responsibility. And he's like, is that what you heard? Oh, I what I said is that I don't have any money. I just got out of prison. And I want to live a life because I've spent the last 25 years in prison and or on drugs. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, I'm so mad at her because that is the first thing that she's upset about. And and now she wants him to be happy about her possibly being pregnant at fucking 42. I was going to say, I mean, does, did he ever like ask if she was on birth control or had like a thing up there or something, something, you know, because like, <laughs> you know, I was, I was like, oh, did you, did you ever talk about this before? Like, could you be pregnant? Like, did he, did she say that she had birth? Con- I mean, no, because- is that her job to talk about? I, if, if, if okay, listen, if he never talks about it, mm-hmm. then in my mind, he should assume that it could happen. And that he's okay with it. Mm. But if he has any sort of negative opinion that it should not happen, to me, it would seem like a great idea to see if it, in fact, could happen by, you know, like, listen, I mean, for this is, if you're in a relationship, there's got to be the intimacy of what you talk about with each other. If you're going to share body fluids. And thank you so much. And like, you know, like, it's a woman's, you know, obviously I want her, she has autonomy and she can do whatever she wants. And I want, but I mean, if he thinks that she's doing something, it's not always good to assume if it affects his life. It's, it's, I think it's rational to then be like, Hey, do you mind if I ask you what kind of birth control you use, if any, so I know how to plan my life as well. You know what I'm saying? Like that seems like the elegant, graceful thing to do. I, I, think was she's on, I think she's on birth control. And well, I think it's a moot point then, isn't it? Because not necessarily it, because it's only 99.1%, right? And so there is a chance she could be pregnant because of that percentage, especially if he's bussing in guts, right? So, and they've been bussing and they've been bussing all night long, honey, all week and all, all week, honey, yeah. just like three to four you times. Know, hey, bus, hey, bus hey, hey, bus hey. hey. Is you fucking yes. Two shots. Yeah. That's my baby mama. We gonna do that baby mama. Get that baby mama. We gonna get that baby mama. Um, anyway, so but for her to act like it's rational for him to want to have a kid is crazy because she's consistently upset with him. So why would she want to have a child with someone she's consistently annoyed with? She's so crazy and so emotionally mature that somehow this season is about how he is more mature than he is. So like, because she, yeah, yeah. sorry, how he's more mature than she is because he puts her in her place in the next scene. So basically, obviously they're like, well, you know, I got to go to New York, New York, New York. And so Mm -hmm. like, when we get to New York, you know, it's going to be like this like fancy thing, you know, like I want to go to dinner somewhere in little Italy, honey. I want to, you know, whatever. I, I just like, 
Delancey Street. I knew exactly where she wanted to go, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and then he's like, yeah, I know I got the spot. I got a spot. And she's like, what kind of spot? And he's like, you know, pizza spot, you know what I was mm-hmm. saying? So we go to another person. And then when I saw this one, I was like, at this point, if this was like a Bravo franchise, I would say that he is angling to like the end of the season should be, guess what, Melissa? I got some investors. I'm opening up my own pizza spot. So I guess I'm not going to be a $8 an hour pizza boy for you anymore. You know, like it almost feels like that's what the trajectory of like the most brilliant hero arc for him is. You hear me, Matt Sharp? So I would love that for him. I mean, you can know, Matt, like, because you know, he now has given us two men. Yeah, love this man, believe in his fucking yeah. flipping skills. There's a man in whatever his mom lives. And now this man is his mentor that taught yeah. him how to flip. And the man watches it flip again. And then is like right to camera. Like, I can tell he knows what he's doing by the way. Yeah. He's I'm like, if this, this is all leading up to something, right? I'm like, I yeah. mean, I've, this is brilliant writing. I would love it. But the thing is though, even if he did get it, Melissa would still find a way to shit on it. Is it wood fire? It better be a because it, it would be a wood fired oven. No, like, she would know. be like, oh, so now you're gonna get a business. That's not what I want. So now you have a pizza business. I would like for you to get a job with a suit and a tie. And he's like, I'm a fucking ex druggie who's been in prison for 10 years. Yeah. I'm not gonna get a job with a suit and tie, Melissa. So yeah. owning a pizza joint makes the most even if Donna were to come back and do his books, help him run it, she'd be pissed. Like at this point, the way she's behaving, it's like all we got for her first two seasons was like, I love Louie. He, his mother's too much. I'm going to support him. And then he comes out and all it is is like, Louie's a mama's boy. Louie doesn't want to get a job. And this man has done nothing but have jobs. He is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you, you literally told me how I, you know, just like shouldn't go on interviews. Like, what would you want me not to give you money? She also was just like, I was upset because if I knew I could, couldn't get his second income, I wouldn't move into a better place, which I don't know if he asked you to do that. You fucking crazy bitch. Again, he just moved there and your sister is crazy too. And then, so yeah, he, you know, like gets it when he gets an interview and he tells her about it, she's obviously, obviously pissed or whatever. And it's so sad. Cause I'm like, just enjoy your nose and this slice. You're going to get a new nose, a new fucking chin. Enjoy the slice of hot ass pizza and your hot ass man. And you know what? At some point, go back to the vibe of you being in a goddamn cheerleading outfit. Remember that? Yeah, Remember yeah. hip, hip, hooray? Like, yeah. literally go back to the vibe of being a little bit more cheerleader. Unless, yeah. you know, this is the thing. Sis like, boom, ba, bitch. Sis yeah. boom, fucking ba, bitch. Little T, big T. Little T, big V. You know, I mean, all of it. Victory. I said boom. In here, there must be some Toros in the atmosphere. Something also, have you heard that on TikTok? The new what? aesthetic is mob wives. So Melissa is like right on par. It's all about makeup too much and lots of jewelry, fur coats, and all black. Mob wife aesthetics. She's there. Get a TikTok. Shut up. I thought we just got off like too much makeup, like Kardashian. Like mob wise is not so far off Kardashian to me that like, I don't feel like I I'm still so happy not to have like, you know, overly lined lips and like hard, you know, like thick eyeliner. I'm kind of excited to have like a little money. Wake up us. Um, so she's never happy. He tells her that she just kind of sits there and swallows it, you know, because she's right. Because he's right. Okay. Um, we want to move on to Cheval and Quaylon. Yeah. Like Chevette and Quaylon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honey. She's As from the Russia. You didn't know? 
Mm-hmm. So back. Mm. Okay. I mean, she's on her phone doing this, whatever God bless. So we're now going to go dress up shopping and say yes to the dress mm-hmm. with all the moms. That, why does she have to bring Quaylon's mom? I don't understand. Oh, the TV producers. and, and Oh, okay. That makes sense. Thank you. for uh, sh- uh, sh- Quaylon's mom's hair is great. And um, Chevelle's mother is still wearing that gold eyeshadow and she won't give it up. <laughs> it's so chalky. She won't give it up. She's been wearing it since the first season that you didn't see. And um, the wigs are still wiggy. Do you, do you see them now? Do you see the wiggy? I, n- I know I never, never not did. Oh, I th- okay, great. Oh, I never not did. Okay, great, 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 great. Um, the dresses are fucking ugly. Chevelle needs um, something to hold them titties up. I, okay, this part is okay. And listen, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I have tell a very okay. Before I say this, I have a very very awkward shaped body. Let me say, okay. I have no. I have very long legs and a short torso. Like my have my boobs hang the space in between, like where my boobs should be, even if up, and the actual like where my legs start is nothing. Like almost like that woman, like you know, from I think is it. Uh, family it's like a still from like family guy or maybe like it was still from american oh. Dad of that's basically my body except that i have a little bit more more of a waist and i have smaller i have small okay picture that person but if, if my shoulders are a tiny bit smaller so it's not so square a little bit waist but like that's how long my legs are and how short my upper body is having said all of that i'm looking at these two dresses and it feels like i just want to come at them and pull them up her body i'm like isn't that these that is is it that she is has like a, a a length to her waist that these that would fit her like why is it a cup so low like i see where her boobies are and these dresses are bringing them down where like the crease of where her boobies are is too high it's too high for the shape of the dress and i'm just like but you at the same time also this obviously they're just weird sample sizes. And sometimes it's very hard. Like people in the back when they're wearing, you know, grad uh, gowns, they have like the clips and stuff like that. I just, I don't understand how my body looks in dresses. And so when I saw this, I was like, how interesting. Both dresses seem so short-waisted on her. And or, I don't get it. Like, why, why couldn't you, why wouldn't you just pull them up? Yeah, no, me? I mean, I, I just don't know. I don't understand tell what me. I was looking at. I, I'm trying to. Um, Brazier, Brazier, maybe she's probably going to wear some kind of clear strapped Brazier, and I'm angry oh, about no. the choice, and I don't want it. I don't want it. And I feel like she should just wear something that has some kind of strap to help uh, uh, provide a loftness to the tetas. And her mother is just terrible taste. Like, just like they have they have the worst taste. And Quailan's mother is just staring just staring because she thinks it's ugly and like the two ladies are trying to be civil and she's just like the i mean just like the stare off of like so are you gonna like provide and like help no i'm still not going to because i don't agree with this oh okay so why are you here oh because this is my daughter oh okay so hmm. yeah it's moving too fast definitely we agree that it's moving too fast but the fact is is that her mother chevelle's mother believes that quailon is a piece of shit and that Chevelle's making the worst choice that she could ever make in her entire life. And I'm like, no, the worst choice that she could ever make in her entire life is that wig. That's the worst choice. So like, Quailan is just in line. There's several bad choices, like those vertical stripes 
that she's wearing on her outfit. She looks like a circus clown. She looks like she's the big top. That outfit, that two-piece outfit that she's wearing, she walks in there. I know. Yeah. I mean, she loves a flare high-waisted pant and no one likes it for her but herself. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I, yeah, I, they, you know, they all, they all sort of hate each other, but it also seems fake at the same time. Like the next scene seems super fake. Like their fight seems weird and fake. Like, so basically she, she likes a second dress. Let's say she, they say yes to the second dress, honey, and everyone kind of cries. And that's when, you know, as Wahama said, like they had like agreed that it was going too fast, but here we are. So the next scene is shower, shower time, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, it's like basically what had happened was mm-hmm. Chevelle was talking to Quaylon's mom and then Chevelle's mom was like, why are you spending so much goddamn time talking to the bad, bad people? Come mm-hmm. over here. She goes and talks to them. And then her mom just kind of is bitchy at her, mm-hmm. but they're bitchy in a loud way. And obviously she, what she, her mom is bitchy specifically about is what a shit show Quaylon is. Quaitlon's mom is there. And so Chevelle is like forced to defend not only like, yeah, Quaylon, her relationship, and also the respect that her mom should have for her. Meanwhile, Quaylon's mom is hearing all this and comes over to be like, honey, you don't have to deal with this fucking bullshit or whatever. Like, come with me over here. Like, this bitch is not going to be listening to you. And then, you know, Chevelle's mom is like, that's my baby. That's my baby. You go to your baby. That's my baby. I birthed that baby. Don't you touch my baby. Don't you tell my baby to go anywhere because that is my baby. I made that baby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's just so fucking rude and just like completely tone deaf and completely just unaware like you think because you birthed this person, you can just be rude to this person and rude to this person at their own party. Chevelle is telling you, mom, at this point, you're being a shit faced asshole and I'm asking you to stop. And I'm tired of you disrespecting me and my husband and my husband's family. And she's like, oh, you're tired of me disrespecting you and your husband and your husband's family? Oh, you're tired of it? Okay, well, so I don't think that you should blah, 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 blah. And so Quaylon's mother comes over and is like, don't worry, girl, I got your back. Come over here. Don't even pay attention to it. Come over here. Have a good time with the family. We're having a good time over here. And then um, Chevelle's mother is like, don't you interrupt me and my daughter. I will continue to ruin her party. I will continue to be a bitch. I will continue to act an ass in front of everybody because I am who I am. Okay. And you will, oh, you will not stop me. And then, unfortunately, mm-hmm. Devel has to have this situation. And it's sad. It's sad. It, yeah, not as sad as the wig choice, again, you know, so... Nothing will ever be as sad as the wig choice. You know, uh, so here we are. 
uh, and here we here we here here we will be. Um, the next scene, the next people we're going to talk about is Lindsay and Blaine, honey. I mean, this is like this gets real crazy real quick. Blaine, Blaine is like stressing the fuck out. He says he comes down and this part grits wildly where you're like, oh, this is like addict behavior where he's like, he wants to get a weed card. And he basically is saying I'm depressed and he's not eating and depressed and he wants to get a weed card or whatever. Like if it's, that's the only option for him or whatever, which is not, there's obviously other drugs too, like prescription was it. I'm not gonna say they're better and or worse, but I'm saying at the same time, at least you're like, you, if you get a weed card, you can smoke as much weed as whatever the fuck you want. No doctor. You have to, is once a year. All you do is like, Hey, guess what? Still need it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to psych, if you get psychiatric, psychiatric drugs, there is more, there are more checkpoints like, and they're definitely more timely and you have to go see a doctor usually like, and, and it, it, just anyway, anyway, so that's just, at least in California, God bless. It depends on what you are, but you know, still, I just don't think it's a great idea. And neither does Lindsay. And so, but Lindsay's also pushing him, pushing him because she's like, you know, for whatever wants to get married and before she could maybe, maybe go to jail and or not. And basically the next scene, he, she's frying bacon and all hell breaks loose. I think it's that he, is feeling pressured and cornered by her. And as a good Southern man, he feels like he should be able to take care of home mm-hmm. and he can't, I don't know what he does for work. It's not clear if he goes or whatever. And he feels like he's doing sufficient and she doesn't feel like he's doing sufficient. And he knows that. And so he just is in the bed all the time and he's tired and whatnot. So I think his depression is real. And so for him to go and try to get a a medical marijuana card is foolhardy, especially because of his past. And we all know that weed is a gateway drug. (laughs) Uh, No, it's not. But um, they said it in the nineties. Yeah, they did. But I mean, it it is going to be for him, for someone who is a meth, uh, like a meth addict. And I mean, like he's an addict, you know what I mean? He's not currently using it, but an addict is an addict for the rest of their lives. And so he's an addict. And so he should not be using uh, weed. He should be on, he shouldn't be on anything, but like, I don't think prescription drugs, depending on what it is, would be best for him. He should be on some kind of antidepressant, you know, I for if sure. I wonder he should be on like, I wonder if not be an like opioid, maybe an anti like anxiety medication or something. How about um, like a ketamine treatment, ketamine drip for like, you know, like ever for like. Ketamine? Isn't that. Drug I mean, yeah, but like you can do a court, you can do like a psychiatric drip that's like evaluated, you know, sometimes it helps with depression and anxiety. It's a new thing. Um, but, well, you know, be, yeah, yeah, he shouldn't do that. And so, you know, the next day and also Lindsay is not good for him. She's not consistent. She's not. From what we saw, she isn't supportive enough because she's dealing with her own shit. To me, she didn't handle that situation well. She hasn't done the work herself to be able to speak to him calmly. Um, Because I think she was a little out of pocket the way he she spoke to him. And then the way he reacted, I'm going to tell you right now, if anybody throws or slaps a pan of hot bacon grease anywhere near the vicinity of my motherfucking face, oh, it's over. You tried to scar my moneymaker? I'm done with you. No, 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 no. Not with hot oil. Hot grease? Not to Wahim Molino. This? Money. Face card never gets declined. Ever. Honey, American Express 
black card. Heavy, thick. Okay. Discounts. So, Delta. Delta. <laughs> I think that Delta one, that Delta one. So you, no, 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 you don't get to do that. When he did that and she was like, get out of my house. I was like, get to step in, sir. Cause she was wrong up until that point. <laughs> she was wrong. And then he took it to a whole nother level. So I don't know. That's a place of the baby sleep. And he acted a whole plum fool. And also I have another question. Why was that armchair in the kitchen? Their whole house doesn't make sense. I mean, you know, like she says they're like obviously living paycheck to paycheck. Like it feels like all their furniture was just like what was gifted to them and like buy nothing groups, which is fine. It feels like everything is kind of like a mishmash. Remember when he had like a whole ass job and he could just like get her employed by the his company and like how that was like such a great deal and he had a place. What? Oh yeah, I remember Deviante or whatever. Yeah, that's was. Yeah. Oh like, my God. How the tables have turned. Now Lindsay's like, ago. I make double what you make. Like, you know, like, oh shit. Like Lizzie's always been a, you know, a very strong person. And Blaine has always been not so strong of a person, you know, like, you know, Lindsay Damn, had that- murder. Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay, you don't, you don't think I'd be wearing Lindsay? No. Blaine. I don't know what you're trying to do, but you're not going to bring lean in the house. Like, you know, she has that strong jawline. <laughs> well, Lindsay, I do a lot of stuff around the house here. I no, kids up daily, and I make breakfast. Then the first time you're making breakfast, then. You think you do nothing? I do everything when I'm the one cooking. You take out the trash sometimes. Sometimes. Well, I'm tired, I've got depression. So that's why I want a little miracle, little medical marijuana to help me get through the day. I can't believe you said that, Lindsay. I did everything for you, Lindsay. I I mean, he did. Listen, I she, she, she's she's hard to please. Like her and Melissa kind of have the same vibe, which is like our men ain't shit. Ain't a shit to be had in these men. No, honey, no. So um Okay. We we, yeah, we have Justine and Michael talking about men that aren't shit and Sean and Sarah talking about men that aren't shit. So I don't have to tell you. It's a, <laughs> it's a theme. Um, this, is called men, this is called Moms Behaving Badly. This entire series should be called Men Behaving Badly. Oh, okay, honey. But which one do you want to do? Let's, go, let's do Justine and Michael, right? Because it's yeah. a them. Um, <laughs> God, I can't believe he did this. I mean, he really put his whole family in an imposition. And then Justine is stupid for being like, I'm not going without you. She should take her whole family and her babies and go and leave that man there. I would do okay. it. Okay. I would too. So uh, this is where he has to come back with his tail between his legs and tell his family that he fucked up and he uh, betted on red and it was black. So he finds out that there was a, uh, that he can't actually move and that just kidding, everybody's packing ready to go. And uh, he didn't turn in some documents that came to him. And so his, his approval to go to Vegas was denied. And so the family can't leave. They have to stay for another 30 to 90 days. And Justine is like, you lied to me, Mike. And he's like, I didn't lie to you. I just didn't tell you that there was a possibility we couldn't go. And so then he has to face the kids and Kylie's like, so where's my mom supposed to do everything? And Kylie reads him is right. And then she tries to be like, Kylie, don't go too hard on Mike. And she's like, no, 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 going hard. And then Bentley and his little eight-year-old brain is like, so you knew that there was a, a chance that we couldn't move and you didn't tell us? And Mike has to look in the eyes of babes 
and be like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is actually a re- pretty good vulnerable scene for Mike. Um, and the boys forgive him and Kylie's not having it. Uh, so there's a lot of yelling and disappointments. So that's basically what happens, right? What else? Remember all the flowers he brought? He like he remember when he first walked in, he had like three mm-hmm. different kinds of flowers. It was like one kind of like pink roses set, like like light pink roses. Like that would have been great. But then he also bought th- two others because he didn't know what to do. He got flustered at the at the Ralphs. So he bought that. <laughs> and then he bought <laughs> like um like this multi again multi-covered like you know not to be like Ty Ray's like you know tie-dyed <laughs> colored roses again but then there's like the multi-colored carnations that he did and so like all of it happened when he when he first shows up I if you ever see that many awkward frantic chaotic flowers my man you know that whatever is about to come out of his mouth is a whole bunch of fuckery like I mean that that was the frantic Three flowers. I would have seen it. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my house. I would have waddled down the stairs, seen the choices of flowers, and been like, what the fuck did you Chris, do? What? Chris. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Here in California, you can go to, like, a flower shop. Like, a, uh, the only thing, is, like, a, like, a Latino flower shop, okay? And if you go into a Latino flower shop, they will mm-hmm. give you a vase. So the fact that this man came in with these things wrapped in plastic, being said, he didn't have no other recourse but to go into a grocery store. Yeah. Okay. Because I said, and there is a there is a lovely Latino lady who speaks no English, and you go into that space and you say, Perdona me, senora. Yo necesito, no, yo necesito flores. Tres uh, dozen. <laughs> okay. Tres oh, <laughs> dozen. Okay. <laughs> okay uh blanco roses <laughs> and you buy them flowers let me tell you i've done it many times <laughs> and they come in a little vase and then you pay the money and that lady will go back and she'll arrange them or she already has them in her little refrigerator and she'll put them in a vase for you she'll give you the options and if you try to speak spanish she'll help you out and i think he might speak a little spanish he's dominican he speaks a little spanish She'll hook you, you up. Hear him. Never. We, uh, we. I feel like have we heard him speak Spanish before? I haven't heard him, but like he might speak a little. I speak a little. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I just like, damn, you couldn't even go to the like little little Latino lady. I'm telling you right now, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I just it's I don't know. He's whatever. <laughs> I just it's also to give him some amount of grace. I don't know what she, I don't know why everyone just expects perfection and, and expert planning, time management, life skills, goals, like <laughs> huge. They really do expect a lot from these men that have only showed past problems with such things. So it's always interesting when someone's like, you didn't get your shit together. Like, well, no, but remember how, obviously a little bit because of, you know, like it's always like, you know, I give him some grace. So, um, I mean, she didn't, she got pregnant immediately. Honey, this like, like she gave him more than just a grace. Immediately. She just let him just like shoot off in the club. Like the club being her uterus. 
Oh yeah. No, she was in that Batman car, honey. And then he came home, honey. And then came. he was like, you know, came Catwoman purr. Home is her vagina. Mm-hmm. So last and certainly least, Sean and Sarah. <laughs> um, so this is like interesting. So basically, suddenly she calls. <laughs> Thank you. She calls him and we, and this is like out of control. Then she's like, hey, I got a tow call for you. And now we're like, oh, she's an operating switchboard person. It's and a family business. Now is a tow truck driver. He's like tinkering with the oil, like, you yeah, know, has like some shit on him. You know, you're just like, what is this? And then she basically is like, I have a call. Do you want to take it? And he's like, well, my car is broken. I'm trying to fix the car. And she's like, well, you're always doing something with this fucking car. What's wrong with you? You're dumb. You know, like, basically, you know, you're like oh, plan A, B and C. He has no other plans. OK, if yeah. this shit doesn't work, there's no moving forward. He's been towing since he's been 15. So when this truck fell in his lap which i was like did i wonder i mean like it half of me is like did it run over his toe because like you know like, like how did the fucking truck fall on your lap you know it like literally fell it crushed his lap i know so and that makes it sense because also like how great is this fucking truck if it's always breaking you know like literally someone was like i have this fucking tow truck and it literally is so it's shitty it's like the it's transmission is like it's a total lemon i want to try and get rid of it but i want some poor schlub to like buy it off of me and then they saw a sean like he said beavis and butthead style yeah. sean and they were like there's the asshole they went to me he was like hey asshole i mean uh, person i mean i mean i mean entrepreneur slash businessman do you uh, want to have uh, a cool 500 dollars in your pocket every night motherfucker get yourself a tow truck this one's great always always top of the line quality with this one and then make millions it's almost the same thing as like remember yeah chance's fucking ugly limo scheme it's like there is a weird black market to try and get dumb men to to like take over dumb business schemes and there's so many dumb men that they'll like quickly try and spend 500 for the promise of like thousands and just get stuck. And that's what it's, it's like, an, there's like men MLMs, you know what I'm saying? Almost like, but they don't call, they don't get like the docu-series they should. Yes. But you can make money right. off of this. If the tow truck doesn't suck, you can. Sure. And you can make yeah, money yeah. off of being a limo driver too. But are these men going to do it? <laughs> no. So um, we get really fucking bad news. So then Sarah, obviously, who's had her own goddamn issues with the baby that she has with Sean, who's like, you know, getting to eat multicolored goldfish, whatever. Her mom, Kathy, who's being Kathy all over her place. And then, you know, Sarah's like, just so you know, my dad ain't shit. My dad's not been shit. He left my mom and he was like, what daughter? And so just so you know, that's the story behind what I'm about to tell you, which is that I fucked up. (laughs) Remember that time I brought um, Anthony back into my beautiful beautiful daughter's life my older beautiful daughter that looks kind of like strawberry shortcake mixed with mm-hmm. annie like yeah what an angel i for some reason i mean i but dear god well i decided to let her like druggy ass dad back in her life because i low-key am still attracted to him and guess what motherfuckers he's now out of her life he hasn't mm-hmm. been around she he didn't come to her birthday okay. and that part was crazy. It's like you, you, but you already missed so much. If you're not going to come to your child's birthday. Then you don't have yeah. a child done every year. You have to buy your child a present and come to, if you are, if you don't live with them, mm-hmm. you have to come to their birthday. Absolutely. And if you don't, then, then you're done. You're done. Yeah. You have yeah. to, that's, that's just what it is. That's, yes. that's what is necessary. Unless you are, I don't know, an oil tycoon and you're just like at the cusp, but no, you still have to come. 
I, I mean, I, they so, want you to be there, especially they want you to be there. Alabama mom is just like, yeah, he's not coming around Abby no more. That's for dang sure. You know, so she yeah. is just like poster child for exactly what I don't know. Where's yeah. her husband? So um that man is interesting. Uh he was up so basically, yeah. So basically Sarah's like, okay, so I'm going to decide to meet up with him, which is now too much of this. But I'm I, gonna bring a drug test with me and he's gonna have to take it in front of me. I'm going to expose him on TV for having like probably violated parole and or like, you know, something that you would never do to someone. Like, I mean, this is not something you can do to someone legally or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just like, I don't think this is right. I mean, but whatever, maybe you can. I mean, just, this is a weird fucking weird ass scene. Again, in one of those ways you're like, you're trying to expose someone like on national television for a really horrible thing. It just, it seems fucked up. He doesn't come, which then begs the question that he probably was never going to come. You yeah. know, like it's the same thing as, yeah, like Britney's dad were like, is there a idea tank thing where the producers are just like, okay, so we can always do that scene where uh, we can get them to think they're going to meet with someone and then they get let down. And so it's, you know, dramatic. And then later on, we can have something happen. It's like, a, it's a stall tactic in a story that provides the letdown of someone and the drama of them not coming that we're going to see sharp entertainment used with Tyree and single life. And I feel like I understand the trope now and I don't need you to use it. Yeah. I'm done. You can't use, you use it. Enough. We don't require it. Too many times. Yeah. Too many it's times. Lots, it's glamour. Honey, you can't do it. Mm-mm. That's all I have to say. That's all. Anything That's else? That's all we have to say. Um, so there was a lot of theatrics that happened in this episode. Chris and I were very facially um, dramatic. And I actually did some physical comedy. So if you would have liked to see that, you can join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for $10 a month. Listen, Chris and I do not get paid off of this podcast. I know we make a lot of jokes about needing more chapstick or needing more bebidas or like whatever. But the truth is we use the funds from this to pay our lovely editor, Christina, and our fantastic social media person, Caitlin. So if you would like to support your girls, you can do that by joining us on patreon.com slash docusweeties, where you get the visuals of what you're listening to, as well as some exclusive content, including a live every first Monday of the month. Um, but if you cannot do that, join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for $10 a month. Chris will tell us what you can do to support us in other ways. Chris? Oh, yes, honey. Just go ahead and follow us on all our social medias and really help us with that engagement and or, you know, talk about us in these sort of Reddit forums, share our videos, that kind of shit really, really helps. This is how you can do it. We are at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, at DocuSweeties1 on X. We are at Doc, we have a Facebook group. It's the DocuSweeties podcast Facebook group. Um, Again, we love you so much. Thank you so much. If you haven't yet, give us five stars and a friendly comment. Other than that, we'll talk to you later. Okay, baby boos. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.